Hey guys, what is going on? We are in the zone. Today is episode 22 and today is the official predictions and um, preview of Nostalgia Mania this year. So this will probably be all wrestling. It's going to be a long one. But first and foremost, I want to ask you guys, are you excited for this event? Not as much as I was the week before. But mm-hmm. uh, there was one segment on that show Pretty much the only highlight, that was the the Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte stuff. Got a very Attitude Era-esque vibe from that. I'm sure we'll get into that later, though. Yeah, Yeah, um, not as much as past WrestleManias. I don't think they did a real good job this year at really promoting every single match the way they could have. But the main event, they really did a good job at. And yeah, there's some other matches like Miz and Shane, they did a good job of promoting. The Miz is great at that, and Kofi Mania. We'll see if that runs wild on Sunday. Uh, I just want to make a quick, quick little th- uh, thing here because I said two weeks ago that we were calling this Nostalgia Mania, but I want to call this Single Mania because there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There are ten singles matches on this card, which to me is kind of insane. No sight of the tag titles. No. Um, <laughs> We'll get into that, though, a little bit after. So the first match that I want to talk about is obviously the one that we really don't care about, and that's the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. This match has basically been revolved around three people. Two of them are not even in the WWE. They're SNL guys. So is it safe to say that Braun Strowman is winning this? I mean, if, if you look at the field after him, I don't know how you can go with anyone else. So, yeah, that's my pick. I would like to see EC3 win, but the way they just been showing him on Raw and backstage, it's, there's no hope there. And yeah, Braun Strowman's going to win, probably eliminating those two uh, guest hosts and the last two. Uh, I've heard some rumors that Gronk might be in it and win it. That's oh. what I heard. And I also heard some rumors that Lars might come back. If yeah. Gronk is in it and Mojo's not, I'll be very disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that first match. We get that nice and quickly out of the way. Then we have the Women's Battle Royal. Wow. Who's, who's going to win that one? Is it going to be the former SmackDown Women's Champ? I think so. Or they might throw a curveball. Maybe Mandy Rose wins. Oh, yeah. They're, just, they're so bad at promoting these. <laughs> like No one really cares, but compared to the men's, there is a little bit more star power in this one. I'm just going to bow out and say Asuka. Do you think Lacey Evans? Has a, like, it, would they put her in that? Or do you think she goes another week coming out? It's a possibility. She would have to win it, though. Yeah, because lit- like she comes out every week and she just does a little lap. I texted you last night watching yeah. Raw. I'm like, this is pissing me off now. It's been months of nothing. So if she were to win that and they actually go somewhere with that, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, I, I feel like Lacey Evans is a good pick to win this because we've been they've been hyping her up for months, just walking out, doing nothing, pissing off fans like yourself. She's doing her job, man. She's a heel. She Here is. it is. So, uh, yeah, I'll go with Lacey winning this one. Asuka will come up short again. And then she'll probably leave WWE. And that's all she wrote. Then we have the fatal four-way tag team match for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Boston Hug versus the Divas of Doom versus the Iconics versus Nia and Tamina. Give me uh, Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sasha and Bailey, And maybe even, do you think Natalia may turn on Beth Phoenix? If she's really back now, that'd be an interesting little singles run for a month. Natalia needs something to spice it up because she always needs someone to stay relevant, it seems like. So, yeah, that that would be something. (laughs) The the team for me to watch out, and this is the Iconics, I really want to see them strive. Haven't really seen them do much since their call-up, so getting their WrestleMania shot here. Peyton's probably going to go all out. We know that Peyton's the way better diva than Billy Kay, but... Billy Kay is pretty annoying, so she does her job on the mic. That's basically it. Nothing really special here. Bailey and Sasha is the predictable outcome. But don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if Nia and Tamina come out here and they win the the tag titles. That's all I'm saying. Don't be surprised. It's Nia Jax. Please, God. So the next match we had after that, I just want to rant quickly before I get into this. On Raw, Finn Balor on the Titan Tron basically flat out says... Yeah, come WrestleMania, you're not going to be facing Finn Balor the man, you're going to be facing Finn Balor the demon. That is probably the worst thing that I could possibly think of with creative to do. 
It's WrestleMania. No surprises anymore. Just come out and do your demon entrance. Everyone will kind of get more hyped and excited for the match itself. But you do it beforehand. You ruin an entrance. You possibly ruin... You've already ruined the Intercontinental title. You've ruined Finn Balor. And now you're ruining Finn Balor's Mania match again. What are your thoughts on this match? Like, uh, WrestleMania alone will be enough to draw people in. Announcing that the demon's going to be coming out. It's not going to draw an extra 50,000 fans to tune in or whatever. So, yeah, like you said, they just ruined an entrance and they ruined a big pop in the moment. And every time they announce that the demon's coming back, they do it in the most, like, awkward, cheesy way possible. Like, you remember, like, that 10 seconds Balor popped up on the screen and... Yeah, oh, the, it was, just, it was the worst thing ever. Thing that they had. going, like, back yeah. and forth with Bray. Oh, I hated it. That was brutal. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, Finn Balor. They should have just saved it. They should have had Bobby Lashley obviously come out first and then have, like, Finn Balor's entrance hit, but he doesn't come out. And then Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush celebrating, thinking, oh, yeah, he's too afraid. And then the demon comes <laughs> out to But they don't like surprises. They announce it early. I don't like that either. It's just one of those things where we saw two months ago Finn Balor facing Brock Lesnar and getting a push. And now all of a sudden, plan B all of a sudden happens. I don't know. I guess Vince was always with Seth over Finn. That's fine. But you literally put Finn in a really, really bad situation. I love Bobby. I think he's he's improved. But Finn Balor deserves better than this. Mm-hmm. And I think he needs to win the Intercontinental title if he's coming out as the demon. And if he's coming out as the demon, is that is that a fair prediction to say he's walking out with the Intercontinental title? Because he, he hasn't lost yeah. as the demon. What is he, like 5-0? and oh? I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah, assuming he wins and he's the IC champ, do you think they're going to fall back into typical Finn Balor plans and just kind of get lost with him, or will they actually go somewhere? Well, the scary thing is, if he had the Universal title and they got lost in it, then that would be a little more concerning and more surprising. But the Intercontinental title, like, there are contenders for that. Like, Brock Lesnar is not involved with the Intercontinental title. So if Finn wins it and then he's doing nothing, I will literally be like why like there's so many different people that can get a shot at finn like how about drew mcintyre i know he wants to be the universal champ but why don't you just start with the ic title i don't know maybe even a baron corbin after maybe you could have i know we've seen that for months (laughs) you can maybe even get elias where's elias put him against finn like do something like that so if finn does end up winning which i think he is now because of the the demon i think it's a that's another thing it makes it a lot more predictable I just think that the options are in uh, WWE's court. If Finn Balor wins the Intercontinental title, you have so many options for, for, for Finn to put on great matches. Even if there was a superstar shakeup, you could have, I don't know, like a Ray come over and face Finn in like a month feud. I don't know. You could have just something different, something fresh. The Intercontinental title needs something fresh, and it needs a good run from a champ, and I think Finn Balor's the guy. I think he goes to SmackDown after this. Like, he wins a title, goes to SmackDown, and either Samoa Joe or Ray, depending on who walks out, they go to Raw, and maybe even Finn Balor and Andrade for the IC belt would be pretty good down the road. That'd be a, that'd be a dream match for me. That'd be incredible. Um, yeah, I just hope that this match is good. I watched this at the, the live event, and it, was, it wasn't that bad, but this is WrestleMania season, and you got to kick it into another gear. So I hope Finn, I hope he puts on a great match with Bobby. And also, I don't want to see any shenanigans with Leo Rush. No, we'll probably see that. I kind of do. That guy's money. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because here it doesn't show that he's uh, with Lashley here. Oh. Just says Bobby versus Finn. That's it. Oh, he'll be there. Man of the hour. He'll find a way. <laughs> Next Rush match we have is Kurt Angle, oh, Baron God. Corbin. Alino, you start. <laughs> okay, so they ended Raw with Baron Corbin. Getting ankle locked by Kurt Angle, screaming, tapping out. But every time this guy comes out, he gets booed more and more. So it's working. The heel heat's there. He's kind of boring sometimes, but he comes out, does his job. He seems to really agitate the people in the crowd, which not a lot of heels have been able to do. So what better way to agitate them even more than break constantly that you ended Kurt Angle's career. And I think the ending of Raw with him being ankle-locked and screaming kind of is a sign he's going to end Kurt Angle's WrestleMania career and be known as that guy. I still hope it's what we said last week, and uh, it's it's like a 30-second squash and then <laughs> Cena comes out. But uh, to your point, Corbin, I actually find him hilarious. He comes out, he's just smirking, and then he claps yeah. and everyone's booing him. 
he, it, I find it funny that he's one of the most boring guys, but he has like two of the sickest signature moves. Yeah, he I does. Find that ironic. He does. He does. <laughs> but uh, stay here. Uh, I I really hope that yeah, like what he said. I hope Cena comes out at some point and basically makes a match of Kurt and Cena because that's just you can't you can't avoid that. That that was such a big match for John, a big match for Kurt. Like that basically made a whole era of WWE that match. So like I think you have to go with Kurt Cena. I don't care what Baron's done. I don't care how much he gets booed. Yes, he's doing his job, but. Baron, to me, it just feels awkward here facing Kurt Angle. Like, you, yes, you've had a, a feud about a couple months ago about the whole GM situation, but that shouldn't translate to a WrestleMania match and a farewell match for yeah. Kurt Angle. <laughs> and the fact that he even made a merch shirt that says, you suck, and then thank you underneath. Like, the, the, to me, it makes no sense. I mean, the last couple weeks with Kurt Angle, it's been great to see him wrestling. But why are you wrestling? You're like 50-something years old. Just rest till your mania yeah. match. Put on at least try and put on the best match you possibly can. And I'm not gonna lie, I don't think he could put on a great match with Baron Corbin. Can he lift Baron Corbin? Probably not. Like barely. <laughs> so to me, Baron's not the guy. But if I was if I was booking this, I'd probably have Kurt Angle win this. I don't know. I wouldn't have Baron beat him. Assuming there are no swerves, I would like to see Corbin win. I just feel in retirement matches, I feel like everyone should lose on their way out to put over the other guy. Because Corbin's going to be there the next night. Kurt won't be. And yeah. you can kind of go somewhere with that because he does agitate the fans, which is a quality not a whole lot of people have. So, But the thing that upsets me when you say that is how many of those guys are not going to be there the next night? A lot of them. <laughs> Hence the nostalgia mania. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Do you think the if he beats him, you know, the passing of the torch thing, does he pass over the you suck chance to Baron Corbin when he makes his entrance? Can you imagine that? <laughs> That'd be awesome. The crowd just starts chanting "You suck" for the rest of his career. That'd be well, fitting. Yeah, they already call him. They already boo him, and they call him boring. I love it. And you can't wrestle all the time. Awesome. But yeah, I think then Kurt should win this. But I think Cena, Big John, Big Match John should come out and do something about it. Or JBL. Oh my God. Oh with no. that long hair. But yeah, that's enough of that match. Next we have is another versus the Miz. You guys were both really looking forward to this, as am I. Is it safe to say the Miz wins this? Miz is a legend. Yeah, he's going to win this. Uh, his mic work alone has got me since, what, the Rumble? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just... The, 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 the thing on SmackDown last week when he just beat up all the security guards and insanity, it just sold it for me. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll probably see Shane McMahon do the spots, like the elbow, shooting star press, 450, whatever he can do. It is like He's crazy, but the Miz... I like, he has to win this match. If they make Shane win, it would be kind of a buzzkill because he's as an executive on SmackDown. And the whole point of this is to get The Miz his moment and as a face taking out Shane McMahon for what he did at the Royal Rumble or after, and then after the Royal Rumble because he got the pinfall for his team. So rub it in his face, the best in the world. I think, would you, would you like him more if this match was for the best in the world trophy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they'll make a difference for me, but uh, that would be another element. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> Seeing the Miz like, what is it? I'm the best. I'm the best. You think Shane comes out with backup? <laughs> Main Street Posse? Come <laughs> Watch him come out with Vince. Oh, that'd be, that'd be awesome. I want to see that. I want to see that. Shane, I'm going to beat the shit out of Vince in front of you. Then Miz hits Vince with a skull crushing finale. Oh my God, I'd love that. <laughs> I, yeah, I think the Miz has to win this, and then after this this feud, he's gonna go for the the WWE title on we SmackDown. So. I, I I at least hope so. He deserves it. Yeah, he like, needs it. Making a program out of this? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Give this guy anything. Yeah. False count anywhere. You think there's gonna be blood? Uh, when was the last time we saw that? Not including a Brock Lesnar match. I think oh. they'll save that for Batista Triple H. The blood. Because oh, yeah. you know how Triple H likes to get color in his matches. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That was Sean. Oh. Sean liked to be dripping one side of his face. Ric Flair just... Whatever blood was left in his head. Oh. <laughs> just everything. <laughs> let it leak. Holy shit. So you guys think... You both think The Miz wins this? Yeah. I think yeah. The Miz wins. Do you guys... Can you see him going to Raw? Because he's been a part of a couple shakeups. I think he's moved every single... Yeah. Every single one. <laughs> He's just one of those guys, wherever he goes, you're going to watch. Yep. So I don't think it makes a difference for me. I hope he stays on SmackDown. I, I hope so, too. It, like, he would actually go for a WWE title. If he goes to Raw, like, the champ would be a face, and 
it might put him right back in the mid-card scene. Insane. Next match we have Samoa Joe versus Ray in only a singles match. Andrade and R-Truth are not participants in this. What are your thoughts on that? I can see Ray winning. <laughs> I don't know why. Just Joe, Joe always gets shafted. Whenever you think he's going to get over the hump and like, oh, here's this nice little moment for the U.S. title and then just taken away. I don't know. This is just another one of the 800 singles matches on the cards. And I don't know. I'll say Rey Mysterio takes it. And Rey's son, I think, is going to be at ringside. Dominic. We've seen him the last few weeks. Yeah. yeah. So maybe Dominic uh, helps his dad win the title. And then Rey goes to Raw in the shakeup. I like that. I wouldn't mind that. I don't know if I want to see Rey on Raw, though. Yeah, He's either. one of the few like guys that has Smackdown. always been on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, and even when he was on Raw, he, he, just he yeah, yeah, he didn't really he didn't really uh, stand out at all. So I feel like if anything, maybe Samoa retains and goes to Raw with the with the belt instead of yeah, Ray going. And then you could have a Finn versus Ray for the IC title, which would, would be, be good. that'd be awesome. But yeah, I, I gotta go I gotta go with Samoa Joe retaining here. I don't think he's gonna lose, at least not yet. Um, you guys know how high I am on Samoa. I said he'd win the WWE title in the chamber, and that didn't happen. So I think uh, I think Samoa Joe needs a little bit more time with the U.S. belt. Like we said, uh, if we want the belt to kind of be a little more relevant and yeah. have a little more prestige, I think Samoa has to hold on to it a little more. They got to stop doing this flip-flopping with the belts. I don't care if you're Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania. I think Samoa has to choke out Rey and retain. I like it. Just uh, when, when he showed up with the U.S. title on Raw to face Kurt, and Kurt rolled him up. I was like, are you are you kidding me, man? He's the U.S. champion. He's going into a big match. Come on. <laughs> and Cena, uh, not Cena, Rey Mysterio loses to Baron Corbin. And those two guys, that just ruins their match now because the two guys fighting for the U.S. title can't even beat Kurt Angle or Baron Corbin. Yeah, it gets all over the place. So you say Rey wins. I say Samoa. And you say Rey, Rey wins. Damn it. All right. <laughs> up next we have is the No Holds Barred match. Triple H loses, blah, 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 retires. Triple H wins this for me. I think it's an obvious one. What are your thoughts on this match? What are you expecting from this match? Because I'm expecting like a C-plus quality, no DQ, sloppy. Uh, In the same mold of the Triple H taker match for Mania 27, probably not as good. I don't know how people view that match. But yeah, just the brawl and... A lot of rest holds and lying on the mat for long periods of time. I want to see Dave win just because yeah. his career is on the line. But just when you, you know when that happens, it's not going to happen. So, yeah, I'll say the game takes this. Yeah. I, unfortunately, Triple H wins this match. Uh, finally gets to beat Batista in his career. And it's going to be a lot of brawling outside the ring. Not a lot of moves. There's probably going to be a spot where he spears him through a barricade or something, and there's probably going to be blood in this match. So is this good? Is this Batista's last match? I think so. Uh I see. I feel like Batista needs this win. I think they could make him win, but if they didn't have Triple H's career on the line, Batista would have won, and then I think they would have pushed it to SummerSlam as like Batista's last match. But now I think Triple H. The thing that upsets me is, I mean. Look at Triple H's resume the last couple of years. He's lost like every single one. So since the the Lesnar, yeah, he's lost every single one. Beat Sting. Lost to Brian. <laughs> oh no, yeah, he beat Sting. He lost to Brian, then he beat Sting. That was kind of random. And then he lost to Rollins and uh, Rousey and Kurt last year. And Reigns. Yeah. And so I think I think his losing streak has to come to an end, and he beats Batista. It's another good reason, yeah. Yeah. He, this guy can't be losing three years in a row. Are you kidding me? It's Triple H. Yeah. He's putting young talent over. I yeah, see like the Batista. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, man. I just, I want to see Batista win. I want to see that moment where, like, he looks down and be like, oh, I beat you. Career's done. It's over. It can be the only guy that he's never beaten. Yeah. And you can go out like that, but that would be too good to be true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that would be a good story. It's like, yeah, one part of Evolution retired me and I was never able to beat him. And we had one of the best feuds, like, of all time. And it was pretty cool, though, like, because, like, he kept bringing up, like, 2005 on, like, how, like, he ascended him and stuff. And, like, he passed Triple H at one point. And then Triple H was like, no, like, you never passed me. I'm the game. And Or what if they do this to extend it? Triple H loses. 
And then like more months come by and then Batista says, you know what, I'll give you one more chance just because I hate you so much and I want to beat you again. <laughs> if you win, you can wrestle again. He beats Batista and retires. I can see that because I want to see I want to see Batista win here. Yeah, me just too. to avoid the predictability, I want to see Dave win this. I think during his time, Batista was one of the most underrated guys. He he made it work with a lot of people, except Mr. Kennedy didn't. Yeah, didn't did not make that one work. But we'll let that one slide. That was like an eight minute squash. <laughs> Kennedy had no offense, man, <laughs> and he was busted open. Pretty bad. <laughs> it was like it was like, damn it, man, what are you doing, Dave? Good times. This guy's a young star. Put this guy over. No. Look how that worked out. Yeah, but no, that Batista and Undertaker match was... Oh, I think that's my favorite match from him. Uh, I like the Hell in a Cell with Triple H. That was solid. Yeah, that, was cool, yeah. that was a solid one. <laughs> yeah, but uh, two part-timers going at it. See, you see everything we were just talking about there? You know what that was? That was nostalgia. It was. All of that. So that they're doing the job there, but yeah, I'm gonna say Triple H wins this, and he continues to run the day-to-day operations and puts it puts himself in programs every WrestleMania season, because that's him. Keep it up with NXT though. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't even mention this, and this is probably gonna be on the pre-show singles match for the cruiserweight title. Buddy Murphy, Tony Nice, who wins this one? As much as I love Tony Nice, <laughs> I'm just. I don't know where they're going from there because I think he's beaten everybody, like, almost the entire roster. But this is like one of the few matches, like storyline aside, just the in-ring quality. Probably looking forward to, it, and like no one's gonna see it, and it's a shame. But yeah, Buddy's gonna retain. Yeah, I see this not even going five minutes, just because that's so much <laughs> faith they have in cruiserweights. I think Buddy Murphy wins, and then the following week he loses the title to Johnny Gargano. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm like I'm like you said he's beaten everybody, but Johnny Gargano's a guy that can come up and is that a, swoop it. Is that a guy that'll draw more people in to watch 205? Again, it's NXT, so for the hardcore fans, yeah. But like the little kids, they won't know. They really they they already they already don't even care about the cruiserweight division. So <laughs> what's gonna make a difference? I think that's and they the, do that after SmackDown. That's the risk with so, Gargano. Yeah. I feel like if you if you bring him to 205, you're wasting. A whole lot of potential there. Yeah. Unless you just do what what you did with Ali and then you just bring him up eventually. But, I mean, it's a start. I mean, if you have Buddy Murphy versus Gargano, that's gonna, that would be match of the night every single night. Buddy Murphy's a, he's unreal. Gargano is unreal. So, I think I think Buddy Murphy retains this. I don't see Tony Nese being a big threat, even though they've been building the storyline for a bit. Um what's what's the story he used to be his like his best friend his partner they're best friends and they're training partners and you know he finally gets his big moment and then when uh when he beat uh cedric in the tournament buddy turned on him and then he established the heel and face after yeah so tony's the face here um yeah i'll say buddy retains this because i loved i've loved his run as the cruiserweight champ it's been amazing nothing short of brilliant remember the, the match we watched against callisto yes holy shit that was incredible so uh, hopefully this goes a little longer than five minutes, but yeah. <laughs> but we've oil. seen what they've done with Pac versus Austin Aries at WrestleMania. So that was just a flat out disappointment. That was good times. Whenever I hear that, I just think of how it didn't make the DVD. I know I've said that so many times, but like, how does that not make the DVD? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, well now we're gonna. I'm gonna guess. The Smack the SmackDown uh, tag title match. I'm just gonna guess it, and I want your thoughts. The Usos, New Day, Bar, Triple Threat. Who wins this? If this is the match, because we've seen it before and we will see it again. I would like to say the Bar, just because last year they lost to a little kid and Braun Strowman. <laughs> but I think for storyline purposes, they would give it to the New Day, just to add on to whatever Kofi does in the main event later on for SmackDown. But I'm gonna. I like the New Day's chances and the Usos on their way out of WWE. Oh my God, that's a fucking mistake if that happens. I'll say New Day for literally the exact same reasons. Yeah, but um, uh, I'll agree with that too. The bar the year before, they also remember they lost to the Hardys, the oh, returning yeah, Hardy boys. Yeah, so they the just ladder. they seem to get shafted every time they lose. I to me the bar might be. Don't call me crazy. They might be one of the best tag teams. That I've seen, it, like since I started watching wrestling, and it's crazy because they were just two singles guys in no direction, 
Cesaro and Sheamus. It's like, yeah, just start a tag team. And literally, look what's happened. Aren't they like six-time champs? Five or six-time, yeah. They've been in like four or five years now. Yeah, it's been a while. Remember on on Raw, they did the best of seven. Sheamus versus Cesaro. Winner gets a title shot. And at the time, we're like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. And then it finally finished. And we're like, oh, tag team. Okay, we'll see. And then look at this now. (laughs) You know what? I've said this before. I think I said this in like our TLC review or TLC predictions. You have these three go at it every time. And I am satisfied. It will never put on a bad match. If this means the Usos are leaving, that will just shatter. And just that will really put a big hole in the tag division on SmackDown. Because they've they've been carrying it for three years now. At least on SmackDown every week consistently. The Usos. At the same time though. But this could maybe be, this could mean sanity finally coming up. I mean, it feels so bad for Killian Dane. Yeah. That guy is amazing. <laughs> They're doing nothing. Even Eric Young. He's now in his 40s. He's been around so long. He was actually like a top guy in TNA. Comes in, it looks like he has some like. He looks cons. psychotic, yeah. bro. <laughs> there's no direction for him. Poor guy. <laughs> I hate it. Or whatever. It happens. <laughs> the Usos leaving WWE. You think that's actually happening, though? You know what? In wrestling, who the hell knows? <laughs> Rumors go around all the time. I think they're the unsung heroes of the tag division since 2010 and on. Yeah, they are. And, you know, like, with uh, Dean Ambrose now, he doesn't look like he'll be at WrestleMania, so that was the end of his WWE run uh, on Raw. Who knows? Oh, yeah, he wasn't on yeah. last night. He apparently did, like, a thing where he thanked the fans after, but oh. maybe he looks like he's gone. And we'll follow John Moxley wherever he goes. Yeah. <laughs> he's well, an elite performer, though. He so, is. Oh yeah, I, I, I think he's one of the <laughs> nice one. But yeah, um, I, I think the new day has to win this. Yeah. Um, if you give it to the bar, that's cool too, though. Like, I would not mind that. But as long, if the Usos are leaving, you got you need someone to replace them, and you I would not be opposed to the undisputed era coming up and just. But, like, they're a tag team where they come up, you better give them the tag titles right away. Like, they have to take over. They yeah. can't just yeah. be there. Yeah. And they're a group. Like, they have to all be that's what a I, meaningful storyline. But line. that's what I thought was Sanity at first. I thought they were going to come up and take over, like the Wyatt family did. That but that but literally did not happen. And, and with, I was, uh, with Cole in the NXT title picture right now, maybe hold off a little bit? Yeah, but, again, the Usos are still there, so. Can you see... Uh, Cole losing a takeover and then appearing on Raw the next night or SmackDown. I think I'd rather have that than him win the the NXT title. I want him on the main card. It's a nice visual. Yeah. (laughs) I just want him to come out and beat the holy hell out of like a Finn Balor. Just destroy him. And that's it. There you go. Oh. That, see, now you got that in my head. No, you don't even need any <laughs> other call-up. Just bring up the Undisputed Era and make them go wherever they want. Literally, that is it. Oh, do you guys want to do the NXT? We'll do the NXT one, too, actually, quickly, after we do this Five today. Matches. Yeah, oh, it's, it's short. Uh, next we have, oh, this could be a great match. Roman and Drew. What are your thoughts on this one? I, th- I would like to see Drew win, just because the whole build-up and everything. I think he needs the win a lot more. But the last couple weeks, the way they had him beat up Dean Ambrose, the last man standing match where he beat him up again, attacking Roman Reigns, giving him uh, like that concussion that they say, and then last night on Raw beating him up again, I think Roman is going to win at WrestleMania. I really want to see Drew too. It would just establish him as a bona fide star beating a guy who's been shoved down our throats, as people like to say, over the last few years. But the systematic format that is WWE when guys get the better of you on the TV show and then the pay-per-view comes and then a good guy gets his... Come up, it's... Yeah, so... Would not be surprised if Reigns wins this. It should be a... Should be a good match. Should be a brawl. Should be awesome. Uh, what are you expecting out of this? Like a 12-minute slugfest? I think... Uh, it's Maybe hard. a little longer? There's so many friggin' matches, but I think they'll give this one like 20 minutes just because of the two names involved. Yeah, you have to, especially Roman coming yeah. back. Yeah, you have to give this at least 20. See, I'm not opposed to either outcome here, and this is one of the only matches where I want that. Like, I really don't care who wins this. I think both of them deserve the win, Roman coming back 
and Drew honestly being one of the hottest acts since Roman went down. So um, I honestly think Drew needs it more still because he's still trying to establish himself as a main event quality star. And I think this this uh, win would just solidify himself as one of the top dogs on Raw. He already is kind of one of the top dogs, but this would make a huge statement. You beat the guy that beat uh, The Undertaker, WrestleMania. It's a big deal. So uh, I think this match is going to be great either way. I'm very excited for this one. Um, A lot of people said they wanted to see uh, Drew versus uh, Dean, but I think Roman versus Drew is the better option. I think that could be the better match. And um, as long as Roman is rested and he's in in ring shape, this is going to be I think it's going to be a treat. I think it's going to be a great match, underrated one for sure. Do you think they make Roman though lose two years in a row? Because last year he lost to Brock, and this year if he loses to Drew, do you think that ruins his like star power? I, th- I think if if he has to lose to two guys, it's those two guys. It's Drew and it's Brock because you're trying to solidify Drew as like the next guy, and Drew it, he should be the next guy. Like in. I don't like. I don't think his star power is ever going to be diminished, Roman. Especially coming back now from cancer. Yeah. If anything, I think he's a bigger star now than he ever was because of the whole journey from where he's come. So, I think that's why he's basically not losing because of the journey he's had to scratch and claw to come back. I think Drew is just another obstacle. He's in a crush. So, I think Roman's winning this. But if Roman didn't win, I don't think his star power would be affected by it. So, what do you see from uh, from McIntyre then? after i i i said what i think i said you either get rollins turning heel if he wins the belt or you have drew take on seth for the for the universal title and basically make this match a number one contender match to take on seth i love it yeah that's what i would do i would do like a last second thing like oh the winner of this match faces uh the winner of brock and seth at the next pay-per-view or something i don't know something like quick like that oh no 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 (laughs) Okay, so up next we have is AJ and Randy Orton. To me, this is probably going to be match of the night. Don't don't call me out on that, but it should be a great match. I think AJ wins this. That's just my opinion. Randy's done as much as he can. I love his mic work, but AJ just signed a contract. He has to win this. Yeah, I'm going with AJ. All right, clean sweep. <laughs> what are you most looking forward to for this match? What am I? What do you mean? Like, out of, like, these two names finally going at it, what is the intrigue? Like, what what is going to make you, like, so excited? Like, when they finally square up in the, in the squared circle? Kind of, like, uh, similar to the Cena and Styles. Like, 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 the, like the long time coming yeah, type like thing? This this is our guy, this company for a while, and then Randy was oh, yeah, for our him. guy. And all these years later, they're finally going at it. Uh, I, re- I hope Orton doesn't win off a... <laughs> He goes for the springboard phenomenal forearm and hits him with an RKO. Because, like, you look online and that seems to be how everyone thinks the match is going to end. Yeah. You know what? You know what? We've seen that before, though. You know who did the super AA? John Cena. And you know who kicked out? AJ Styles. And he won that match. So, you know what? If that were to happen, I would love to see AJ kick out of that. And then see Randy just be, like, puzzled and be like, oh, how am I beating this guy? And then he goes for the punt and then misses. And then there's the end of the match. Styles wins. You go back in history and you can see Styles. Long TNA career. Guy who was never going to make it. Too small, whatever. All the criticisms. Comes in, beats John Cena. Establishes himself all these years later. WrestleMania beats Randy Orton. That would be a nice little story. It's funny because you look at AJ Styles' resume at WrestleMania's and they're all singles matches and they're all against like Hall of Famers. Like He faced Jericho in his first one. Surprisingly lost that one. Then he faced uh, Shane McMahon. That was good. Yeah. That was good. great. That was an opening match, too. So he got a good one out of him. And then uh, he faced Shinsuke last year. And that was like, that was a big deal. And then the heel turn happened, and then Shinsuke's career just went down. Just forget about that. And then uh, now, we're getting Ray, uh, now we're getting Randy Orton. So, I mean, he has took, he's taken on legends in this business. And I think Randy's just another one that he's just going to kick aside and win. I really hope that's the case. But again, for me, the biggest question is what happens with him after this? That He's like, for me, he's the biggest star that to me has no direction after WrestleMania. You know what? Uh, going back here, if Samoa Joe would to retain, would you open up the Joe and Styles feud just for the U.S. title? Would that be a possibility? No, I would not. And the reason being, 
you have a star waiting in Andrade for that. I think he's the guy where he's done his run as a heel for now. I think you should maybe make him a face, take on a, you know, like a sadistic Samoa Joe, maybe have Andrade win. And then I, th- I think I think right now AJ, I, th- I think he needs to stay away from t- like titles for now, just a little bit. So longer. more of these Orton-like feuds. Yeah, so maybe if, if I have to maybe put a name out there, um, maybe like a Miz or something like that, if the Miz isn't involved in a WWE title match, maybe have AJ turn heel, freshen things up again. Ooh, I don't know. With the bar, uh, not the bar, the, if the club. They come back, but they're probably gone too from WWE. So <laughs> it's just AJ's, AJ's in one of those predicaments where like he's like he's kind of like nowhere to be found after Mania. That's why I think this match he's gonna go all out and just prove it's like yeah I'm still here, I'm still one of the best. Everyone has their right at the top, and then you gotta come back around at some point. Yeah, like right now he's on standby, but he's still gonna put on match of the night quality they, stuff because he's AJ Styles. How about you defend Balor? If you, Balor goes to SmackDown or AJ goes to Raw. That could be an interesting feud. The thing with AJ, though, is if he goes to Raw, I feel like, he, again, it's it's a place where it's the bright lights are all there. But when I look at Raw, I don't see AJ Styles there. I don't see AJ Styles on Raw. Just like what I said with Daniel Bryan. I don't see Daniel Bryan on Raw. Kofi Kingston, don't see Kofi on Raw. Just how it is. I feel like the show is too big for them. That's why I hear rumors of Fox making SmackDown three hours again. It's like, why? Why do, why, do you, why do you have to do that? You don't have to do that. If anything, cut Raw to two hours. You'll have better, trust me, you'll have better TV. Guarantee for, it. For SmackDown, if it means it gets the fucking tag titles on the show, yeah. then I'm all for it. I think if they do that, you just want the cruiserweights. Like 205 Live would be on SmackDown on the first hour <sighs> on another channel, like FS1, and then the two hours on the main network. But... Not a big fan, but that's what would make an extra, like, probably $20 million for Fox. So, at the end of the day, they, they want the money. All right, guys. We're getting into the final three matches, the big ones. First one I want to say, Daniel Bryan, WWE champion, versus Kofi Mania, Kofi Kingston. I think Kofi Kingston wins this one here. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see Daniel Bryan retain and just troll everybody. But I think, I think it's just too good to be true. I think Kofi's winning this happy-go-lucky mania. And, uh, if, if that were to be the case, a guy like Kofi... Uh, maybe Transitional. Like, yeah, like if he had like a three-week reign and then lost it at the next pay-per-view, I would be fine with that. Because then it's, it's uh, 10-plus years, finally worked for it, he got his moment, and then that's it. Because I don't see Kofi, if he were to win, have the title for like five, six months. No. If he were, then they would turn him heel because that's just how things go in wrestling. <laughs> I'm still sticking with my boy, Daniel Bryan. He's been the best guy in the company since his heel turn. I just love him. I can't go against him. <laughs> I'm going to go with Kofi because like, <laughs> yes, the I'll whole story him. all leads up to this. All these gauntlet matches, they had to done it for a reason. And uh, the, after this is a Saudi Arabia show and Daniel Bryan in the past has said that he won't go there. So WWE <laughs> is going to want their WWE champion probably on that card in Saudi Arabia so they can bring the WWE title there, add more of a draw. So I think Kofi wins, brings the title over there, has a match, and then drops a belt when they come back. You know uh, when that show is? I think two weeks after WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, gee, okay. <laughs> so do you think he's going to be a transitional champion, though, Kofi? Because yeah. I, think, I think that's a guarantee. Yeah. I feel like they're just going to give him, like, that moment, and then that's it. And then it's like, okay, you know what? Like, you've had your moment. We'll, we'll give it to Samoa or we'll give it to Daniel Bryan, like, someone else. Or they give so, it to Randy Orton. Or that. So, I don't I don't know. It's tough. Um, I don't know. Like, see, I love Kofi, but I've never seen him as a champion. Like, I've never seen him as a champion. And, like you said, Daniel Bryan has been on another level, so... Do you really want to ruin Daniel's momentum right now? Like, it's tough. It's a tough situation, but I think they're gonna go with the happy-go-lucky. Kofi. Kofi gets his moment. Biggie turns, and there you go. You have but, to have some happy endings on this show. But you can't. Okay, this is the other thing too. All the faces that they're promoting in these title matches, they can't all win. I don't think. Like Seth Rollins, Becky, and now Kofi. If you were to see one of them lose, do you think they all win? 
You have to have one heel, I think, <laughs> and one heel to piss everybody off to we'll, win. We'll get to that. I think we're going to get to that in the end, in the main <laughs> event, and I'll tell you my theory on that. But No way. So next we have is Brock versus Seth for the Universal title. And you know what? I'm not even sure who wins this. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I don't know why, but I'm okay with that. But you know what? I'm going to keep my fingers crossed, and I'm going to say that Seth Rollins wins the Universal Championship. But again, that's back-to-back happy-go-lucky moments. So... I don't know. I don't know. I don't think all three of them are going to win. I, I agree with you. I don't think all three are going to win. But if there is someone that has to win it for the fans, it has to be Seth Rollins. I pray to God that you're right, but I do not see him winning this match. I'm taking Lesnar on this one, especially after what happened last night. On yeah, that, I yeah. saw that. I was like, oh, my God. This guy's raising the unit. I'm like, oh, no. He rocked him twice in the nuts and then curbed him. Like he made him look like a fool. He's not gonna. I don't think he'll do the same thing one week later. Yikes. Oh, my God, I hope you're right, though, because I am just so tired of Lesnar and putting the universal title on Seth and then going from there would be awesome. But against my better judgment, I will say Brock Lesnar retains at WrestleMania. Okay, you know I said not all the heels or not all the faces can win. Maybe there's a swerve here, and Seth Rollins turns heel, so that's how he wins the title. Because he hit him in the nuts, low blow Brock Lesnar. That's a heel move. He did that twice on Monday. Seth Rollins said in the past he'll do whatever it takes to win, and he was telling Brock Lesnar, nobody wants you here. So maybe that is including Paul Heyman, and he aligns himself with Paul Heyman, and you see Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar, and then Brock Lesnar takes a little bit of a break. This guy's a general. <laughs> I love this. I love this guy. That would be must see. Like that would be. You would think his cash in was impressive. Yeah. That would be insane. It makes perfect sense. It, the it does. Not together anymore. Dean Ambrose is gone. Roman, you have to have something to fall back on. There's no shield anymore. You can go heel with Seth Rollins. That is interesting. That was a fun time too. Yeah. <laughs> and then that laugh. See, that's what I said though. But I said he would turn on Raw though. Yeah. With the belt. So, I don't know. I can't see Seth as a face if he wins it. They, I, uh, I can't. Yeah. They don't have lengthy runs faces. No. That's why. It's just I a matter of time. I think, <laughs> I think he's going to turn heel soon. And I want to hear that laugh again. I, I've been missing it. It's like, I have Brock. You remember Paul Heyman was your guy's mind. He does that stupid laugh. <laughs> oh, my God. So, you think Seth wins but turns heel in the process? I think that's – I'm going to go with that. Seth Rollins heel turn. You said Brock. Brock retains clean. <laughs> like two, F, two F2 F5s. <laughs> ah, fuck off. What'd you do if it's the exact as last year? Like he busts them open. F5, 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 F5. Kick out, to, kick out, kick out. <laughs> Probably have to take a walk. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with Seth winning this, but I guess he's a face and then Roman comes out and they all do the, hey, I won. Oh, that would be a moment. Um, so, yeah. But then we have the main event. As we all know, Charlotte won the SmackDown Women's title for no apparent reason, just did it. So now it's a winner-take-all. First of all, what are your thoughts on that? I think it adds, okay, like they said before, there has to be a more meaningful if it's a first women's uh, main event. So making two titles on the line with the Royal Rumble winner in there too kind of adds to the intrigue of this and then the fact that they all hate each other and they were all arrested at the same time on Monday. Uh, Ronda Rousey stole a police car with her hands tied behind her back and handcuffed, and she crashed with a car in front of her. That's a smart move. And uh, then Charlotte kneed her right in the head, broke a, that window, hit her head, and then uh, heard some F-bombs from Ronda. So this should be interesting. I like the way they built this whole thing up. Now here's the biggest question. What is your prediction and... Is Becky coming out of this, the winner? Yeah, she is. I had the two previous matches, uh, the, 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 the two heels winning, so this is my big happy ending moment. Becky finally gets the both titles, I guess, <laughs> all of a sudden. Uh, I don't know who she's going to pin or make tap out or how that's going to go, but Becky has to win this fucking match. If they go any other way, I have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> I think Ronda has to oh. take oh. the loss. I think she has to take the loss. Because oh, okay. I think they built her up too much and protected her. She has to lose eventually or else you're going to get yourself in a similar thing what happened with Asuka. Where she's built up like Goldberg with this streak and then she loses and then you don't know where to go from there. She's in limbo. I just have a bad feeling Charlotte's going to win this match. She beat Asuka <laughs> last year 
And now this year, just what way to just add on <laughs> to that by beating Becky and Ronda in the main event. First main event ever. And becomes a nine-time champ. I'm not going to lie. Just like I've said this so many times to Piniello. Don't be surprised. It's Charlotte. Don't do it. Like, like just any match that you basically pit her losing, she, it's just easily it can just change. <laughs> like the whole Oscar match. I was like, oh, Oscar's winning the day of Mania. I'm just like, you know what? It's Charlotte. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if she won. And she won. So, I have Becky winning this. I think this might be the most predictable match. But again, like, the more I'm thinking about it, Charlotte's in the match. I don't know if Charlotte, uh, I don't know if Charlotte could even lose this, to be honest. She just won the SmackDown Women's title. She's, uh, she's on a little bit of a hot streak right now. So, it's basically they're, they're either going to sacrifice Ronda or Charlotte. Yes. For the pin. Yeah. the tap out. I think if you have to sacrifice someone, it has to be Ronda. I don't. Th- I can't see Charlotte just coming in in this match, just winning the SmackDown and then tapping out. Can't see that. I just see Ronda losing. Or now that it's winner take all, not for Ronda's title. Now that Charlotte's title is also on the line, do you think maybe that's a way to save Ronda and Becky makes Charlotte tap out instead? Maybe. And then that's how they save Ronda when she comes back. And do you think? Do you women. think? Do you think Ronda's like for sure coming back though, like SummerSlam? Yeah. Or maybe in, like, a year? No, I would say, like, three months, four months. Yeah, I don't know when, but she's definitely coming back. And Shayna <laughs> Baszler, I think, will be alongside her. And the other and two. The, yeah, the other two. <laughs> so that's it, man. That's the that's the WrestleMania predictions. I'm going to say Becky wins this, and, like, she'll be crying, and that'll close the show. Two titles, wild high. Yay. Just like what <laughs> Daniel Bryan did. Ah. Exact same. Because there's no creativity anyway. and then sasha and bailey come out and we see a similar oh ending God, i don't want to see that. that we saw wrestlemania 20 with that other guy and eddie guerrero <laughs> oh yeah that other guy okay well before we go there's the other pay-per-view beforehand nxt i want to just quickly go over that war raiders versus black and ricochet for the titles does do the war raiders retain yeah, this i think that's the most protectable they just got follow. their uh, title run going here after beating the undisputed era not too long ago so keep going do you think this match could be great? At least. All yeah. the takeovers, the matches are fucking flawless. Yeah. So and with Black and Ricochet as as the other two, like I don't I don't see how it can't be. Oh, okay. So next match we have is for the NXT North American Championships, and this is gonna be insane. Velveteen versus Matt Riddle. Who wins this? Velveteen Dream. Just to carry <laughs> over it. He's got some a lot of momentum right now. His takeover matches have been great. Uh, this is Matt Riddle's now, like, his first real one-on-one title opportunity at a takeover. I think they make him uh, take the pinfall in this, the Velveteen Dream. I'm going to say uh, Riddle Brogue takes this. I don't know. I can't really see him taking the pinfall to the Dream. And all of the, uh, the North American title matches, or not the matches, the, the title reigns have been no longer than three weeks. I don't think this one will be any different. And Matt Riddle... That guy, I've told you before, I think he's a generational talent, and he's just going to skyrocket, and this will be one title to his resume. There it is. I agree. I think Matt Riddle's going to take this against the Dream. I, I think mean, either way, though, both guys will not be hurt, and they're yeah, both they superstars. Won't. Oh, yeah. Next up we have is for the UK title, Pete Dunne versus Walter. Pete Dunne's had this belt for two years. Is this the guy that finally beats Pete Dunne? I hope so. they got to end the run now. Like, end the title reign. Make him do something else. Put him on the bigger, better things. I think this is Walter's moment to beat Pete Dunne. And maybe even Pete Dunne goes to 205 Live or the main roster. Because he's been in NXT now for so long, doing all their independent dates with four WWE. So I think he finally loses the belt. Yeah, he's been the main guy there on the UK brand for so long. It's It's been almost two years, actually. Yeah. Which is absurd. No one even talks about Everyone talks about Lesnar. This guy's had the fucking belt for almost two years. But yeah, I think it's Walter's time. They brought him in off the indie scene pretty hot. And it's, it's his first big match as well. I think uh, he might be the guy to take it off him. And then maybe a 205 live run. Yeah, get that brand some <laughs> more talent. Oh man, Pete Dunne going to 205 would be insane. That'd be awesome. And Johnny Gargano on top of that. Maybe they'll finally have some star power. Not have to rely on like Enzo Amore coming back. <laughs> and then we have the NXT TakeOver main event, which to me can scream match of the year. Two out of three falls, Gargano, Adam Cole for the vacated belt. Who do you guys have winning this one? I got uh, Adam Cole 
winning just because Gargano has been on the main roster. And even though we haven't seen him for a little while, I think he's going to be part of that superstar shakeup. But I would love to see the Undisputed Era get called up and keep Gargano down there and make a storyline that he doesn't even want to go to the main roster. He just wants to stay in NXT. <laughs> Yeah, I can uh, I can see Cole taking this. It's his time. You know, he debuted against uh, Drew McIntyre almost a year ago in the NXT title feud. He never quite got it, and then he's been kind of around there ever since. I think it's his time to finally go over for the world title. So if you think so, if Ciampa never got hurt, because apparently the rumor was it was supposed to be Ciampa versus Gargano here. Do you think Gargano would have beat Ciampa for it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So you think Ciampa would have Ciampa would have lost the NXT title eventually? If you were to lose to someone, like storyline purposes, it's Gargano. Gargano would be the perfect guy. And then maybe going back to our point before with Adam Cole, he can come up after Mania and do the whole Undisputed Era thing. But I think Cole will now win the NXT title and keep it rolling down there. See, I think Gargano's winning this. I think he's beating Adam Cole here. The more I think about it, because like Ciampa had it. And it's like, what better way to kind of just keep it rolling where another DIY guy kind of wins it for his old like his old partner and nemesis and he holds the belt and then Adam Cole goes up to the to the main roster never holding an NXT title good with either scenario me too <laughs> so I, I think this match to me could be better than Gargano and Andrade I want to see it but uh that match at NXT takeover Dallas was just that was something else but even the Gargano versus uh Ricochet match was insane yeah. for the uh, North American title. And when uh, Gargano won that, I was very happy. But then he lost it to Velveteen at like a house show. And two weeks later. <laughs> so uh, we'll see what happens with NXT TakeOver. But usually TakeOver outperforms WWE. But the thing is, WWE has 14 matches right now. And NXT has five. And they'll probably be better than the Mania yeah, card. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I forgot one match. Stupid me. <laughs> Fatal four-way for the NXT Women's title. Shayna Baszler, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Kyrie Sane. Four unreal competitors going at it. I think Baszler retains this. Don't see her losing yet. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, I don't think they want to push Io just yet because she is easily the best one in that match. I think they're huge on Bianca Belair. She's been in the, the world title picture for a couple months now. So if they want to go in that direction, I wouldn't be that surprised. But, I, yeah, I can see Shayna retaining this one. So who's the heels here in this match? Ba- Baszler and Shirai? Uh, and Baszler and uh, maybe Belair. She's kind of like a tweener right now. Okay. Because she's had a little thing with Sane and Shirai. They're a tag team. And they're kind of going back and forth. But mainly Shayna. Interesting. Yeah, I think Baszler retains this because her run has been incredible. I think she's been one of the most protected uh She's kind of like not on that Oscar level of protected, but she's like right there because Oscar was undefeated. She never lost, so can't really. Yeah. Yeah. I think Bianca Belair wins this, and you see Shayna Baszler and Kari Sane get called up. Nice. So then you have Belair versus Io Shirai for yeah. the main. I like that. Well, guys, we talked a lot of wrestling today, and let's hope you guys watch this Sunday and this Saturday NXT. And, or Friday. Saturday's uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan. Oh They're going my. in WWE's territory. Will Ospreay. MSG. Will Ospreay. Best that guy is... Oh, oh my God. See, if we start mentioning all these names... We'll go on all day. <laughs> yeah, so we got to stop. Well, guys, that was everything uh, for this week. Basically just talking about WWE, NXT coming up. Adam Cole Gargano headlining. And then, of course, you have Becky Lynch... The Triple Threat headlining WrestleMania 35, Nostalgia Mania, Single Mania, Kofi Mania, whatever you want to call it. But this is it. In the Zone, Episode 22, signing off. Take it easy, guys.